How are you guys doing? How are we feeling? Are you feeling okay? Feeling not so okay? If you're not feeling okay, that's okay. You know, I hope you feel better after listening to this and that you have a good day. But I have a very special guest with me today. Hello. <laughs> I've never done anything like this before. So if I'm super awkward, I apologize. I just am super awkward. So. It's all good. I'm awkward too. We just be real with it here, you know. So, Jamie, how about you introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about you. Sure. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. This is so, so cool. Um, but yeah, I'm Jamie. I am a 25-year-old alternative uh, bisexual cosplayer, scare actor. Um, I would like to be a YouTuber at some point. Um, I was born and raised in Georgia, and usually when people ask me where, I say Atlanta, but um, because for a long time nobody had ever heard of the town that I live in, but I actually live in the town where um, the Dukes of Hazard and the Halloween 2 remake were filmed, oh my God. and I don't watch it, <laughs> and I don't watch it, but Vampire Diaries was all, also filmed here, and that's a big thing for some people. Um, but yeah, I have done like ballet and various forms of dance since I was like five years old. And I was actually a dance instructor up until COVID and, you know, classes got canceled. So I'm just kind of taking some time for myself to do some fun things that I've always wanted to do, like be on a podcast. So this is so cool. Ah, I'm so I'm so glad to have you on here. Um, so basically how me and Jamie know each other is uh, Jamie is kind of viral on TikTok and she does these real you are you are <laughs> really cool cosplaying videos and one day uh one of jamie's princess bubblegum cosplayer tiktoks came to my for you page and i was like oh my god i was like this is so good and also like the wig you had on too it was just super cute you had on this like really cute pink dress and i really liked it and then i thank you Oh, yeah, of course. And then I was doing, uh, a photo shoot with my friends later that day. So I had on like my uh, my goth like alternative fit. And I was like, I'm just gonna duet this because it's really cute. And I didn't even think you'd see it. And then you like commented and you liked it. And then you followed me. And I was like, Oh, my God, this is amazing. Oh, my God. Yeah, I saw your duet. And I was just like, Oh, my gosh, that's the thing about TikTok. Like, I have been able to meet so many like beautiful, interesting people. And I'm so excited that we were able to do this and that we're mutuals now. So I know. So cool. <laughs> I've met so many cool people off of TikTok. And it, funny enough too, I, I met this one person on TikTok and then uh, we were kind of like DMing a little bit. And then I matched with them on Tinder. And Ooh. I was like, oh, and then, and then like, I didn't, I didn't reach out to them again because I get scared, <laughs> but you know, you never know. You can meet future friends, future lovers. It's all up in the air on TikTok. Okay. Actually speaking of, I did want to talk to you about this. Did you, did the, the, the glitch from yesterday on TikTok happen to your account too, where it went from zero followers to zero following? 
I actually, I didn't notice, like, I don't think that it happened to me, but I did see several people like freaking out, like thinking that TikTok had taken away their account. Yeah. And I was like, oh no, like, because that's something I'm so afraid of happening. Cause I've had so many videos that reported that were reported for things that like, like I had one little dance video that was reported for adult nudity. And I was like, where? Like point the adult nudity to me. Like, so that is something I'm really afraid of. So I was like, oh no, all my friends are getting deleted. Like this sucks, but I don't think it happened to me. Yeah, I, well, it happened to me. And then I started to like freak out because I was like, I have such like a tiny, 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 tiny account, but it's, it's something I like. And like, I know people like you on there and other people I've met. So when I went from like zero following to zero followers, I was like, oh my God, like, did I get banned? Cause I had no sort of like, yeah. um, like violations. I have had violations for like stupid stuff, but I, I was just so nervous. Charlie D'Amelio's, it happened to Charlie D'Amelio's. She went from zero followers to zero following. And that was crazy to see. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I bet she was really freaking out. Like, cause, cause yeah, like I, like I know compared to a lot of, to a lot of like big creators on TikTok, I don't have that many, but like, it just like the, the thought of all that work and like all of that content that you love to create just being gone like that would break my heart like I would be so sad yeah no I I, I feel the same way and I'm not even anywhere near your standard but it's just like little fun stuff I've done and like stuff with my friends and um well do you follow Unagi girl I think is her name on TikTok she's done like some corpse makeup videos um she she does Sounds really like familiar she does like um, kind of like e-girl makeup like you and she does like the filler in, like filler in on eyeliner and stuff like yes. that. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Dude, her account got banned. Yeah, I saw that. Didn't she like make another one and she like, she's been talking about how her account got banned and that's so stupid. Like, because there are so many people on TikTok that are actually like violating the community guidelines and every time like, nothing happens to them and yet a super innocent account or a super innocent video will get taken down and I just think that's so stupid like that makes me think as much as I love TikTok that like something's a little fishy going on like with whoever reviews their community guidelines stuff. Oh I think so too a couple months ago when I would tag my stuff LGBTQ it wasn't getting as many views as I normally do and I get like 200 300 like per video which is like you know baby stuff but I was getting like nothing I was getting like 50 100 and I was like is yeah. this a little like homophobic <laughs> was like why is it why yeah. is, why is it that suddenly I'm tagging stuff like that I'm getting less views so then I stopped tagging it um but now I tag it again because I think it's fine but yeah there's a lot of problems with TikTok like it's definitely a great platform but it does it does have issues um, yeah yeah so speaking of TikTok and um doing your cosplaying um how did you get into cosplaying I think it's so cool well, thank you so much. I, it's really weird. I just like, I always thought that cosplayers were so cool. And I used to watch that show. I can't remember what it was called, but it was literally about like people making their own cosplays and like becoming like famous from doing cosplays. And I was just like, I want to do that, but I'm poor. <laughs> so I like never did it. And a couple of my friends, actually the first time we met, 
like people would ask me if I did cosplay and at the time I didn't and they were just like oh you just you look like the kind of person that would do cosplay I was like I don't know what that means but thank you because cosplayers are really cool (laughs) and then just during the pandemic I just decided that you know I wasn't going to make any more excuses for things that I wanted to do I was just going to start doing them and especially since got that uh, sweet government stimulus payment. I uh, spent it irresponsibly because that's what happens when you give gay people adult money. (laughs) And so I bought some cosplays and yeah, it just like, I never expected it to get to where it was. Like I, in my first year that I did cosplays made 13 of them. I was Mm -hmm. like, wow, that's, that's some crazy person stuff, but you know, it is what it is (laughs) yeah well just it's so fun and I think it's such a great creative outlet too um Mm -hmm. I don't know like like doing makeup and then putting together the whole look and then the the actual like outfit as well I think is just so amazing um I've tried to do like little like mediocre ones um I wanted to do uh, the one girl from Danny Phantom who has the blue hair do you know yes yes oh my gosh yes yeah I wanted to do her with the guitar I wanted to do her so bad and then I was just like looking at wigs I was like I don't have enough money (laughs) but I want to like uh save up and maybe do something like that someday yeah I just think it's what you do is so cool and creative you know well thank you you definitely should get into it you would make I can't remember her name but you would look amazing as her and I actually all my wigs like are so cheap like I get them on Amazon for like $15 oh really yes yeah oh that's really cheap well I might have to look into that again because I was I remember I was going to like like um this was during Halloween time I was going to like Halloween like city I think it was called or like the party city equivalent of like Halloween and they paid yeah 50 40 bucks you know oh my gosh that's like a like a real like wig like kind of price like wow they're kind of pricey I I mean my friend Jasmine actually it was kind of funny girls were just like wearing wigs and going like out and like doing stuff like getting those colorful bobs so that's what we did and those wigs were like I think 30 bucks so not terrible but oh my god they were so they they were like itchy and then we got them out of the bag <laughs> and they were just all like meshed in there and I brought a brush and we like put them together but it was it was kind of yeah, I think I'll have to get an Amazon wig in the future if I ever buy a wig again, you know? Definitely. They, like, like you can do so many things with them. They're the kind, you know, they're the kind of wigs that if you look at it from the back, it's, you know, it's not so great. <laughs> That's the thing that I think is so funny about cosplayers on TikTok, because if you could see half of my cosplays from the back, <laughs> it's some garbage. <laughs> yeah I feel you because it's like everything looks put together fine just don't look just don't turn around just (laughs) right just got to be real careful with the angles don't don't show them that my dress isn't zipped up because I'm lazy (laughs) it's so bad (laughs) well I I remember I even saw a TikTok the other day that said I'm starting to care more about how like the back of my outfit looks I was like the back of your outfit the the back yeah I never think about the back of my outfit like do I need to so uh where do you find inspiration for your cosplays um so TikTok has also been great for that just all of the amazing super talented people I part like a big part of it is just like I see an anime or something I'm just like I want to be that character they're really pretty they're really cool so I decide to do a cosplay of that and at first I like put a lot of 
you know, a lot of thought into wanting to be canon, wanting to look exactly like the character. And I just found that like, not only was my audience not enjoying it as much, but like, I wasn't enjoying it that much because when it, when anything looked slightly off, it made me sad. And so I just, so many cosplayers on TikTok are so good at accessorizing and really showing their personality as well as the character. And so I just, I started doing that. And I think that it just makes it so much more fun because like, it shouldn't matter if you look just like the character. The beautiful thing about cosplay is there are so many different ways to cosplay a character. And so I just, yeah, I get most of my information or most of my inspiration from just the beautiful mutuals that I've made and beautiful people on TikTok that will never know I exist, but <laughs> I know they exist. <laughs> I feel the same way. I'm like, I follow some people and I'm like, I love them, but they will never know. <laughs> they will never know about my existence. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, yeah, I, I like that you said that too. Also too, let's talk about your makeup skills because it's, so good thank you oh my gosh thank you so much yeah where did you did you learn off of youtube or did you kind of learn from like someone you know like how did you get uh so good at makeup thank you and during quarantine too when it was just like completely locked down i was just doing my makeup for fun by myself yeah which, which i'd never done before like i never did my makeup and then just like took it off and went to bed. Like I usually would do it and then go somewhere. So right. Almost kind of nice doing it literally just for me. And mm -hmm. then I, of course I got to take pictures though. I always take pictures. Of course. Day. Yeah. You have to do that. But then, but then I would take it off and go to bed. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm the same as you. I learned off of YouTube too. I will say though, there were some trends I learned on YouTube that I wish I could unlearn. Like I did the thick brows like the Anastasia Beverly Hills girl same Brad. same there are oh I there are so many pictures of me from like 2018 I'm just like girl what what is going on looks like you have sharpie on your face like who raised you like literally oh man or like my contour was just like not it like it was just or before I used contour that was a dark period that was a dark time yeah it like I used to be uh back in my baby goth days um when I had absolutely no style at all I had like two black t-shirts and so I would just wash those all the time and they were not not even cute t-shirts, but they were black. And I was like, that's what being goth is. <laughs> and my makeup was atrocious and I would never wear any blush. Like I literally looked like a dead person. And now I feel like I look like a dead person, but like in a fun way. So oh, yeah. I feel like- The cool dead person, you know, the dead person <laughs> that I see in the graveyard be like, I'm gonna go talk to her. <laughs> yes, yes. That's what I, that's what I want. But yeah, I see pictures of myself from those days. I'm like, I'm just going to delete that so that nobody sees that ever. Oh man. If only our younger selves could see us now though, you know? I, like, that's what I think all the time. Like, cause I live in a really conservative town and sometimes I forget, like I'm an introvert at heart. So like, I don't want to be perceived, but I look like this and I go out looking like this. I'm like, why are people looking at me? And I'm just like, you know what? 13 year old me would think that I am very cool. And that's all that matters. No, I feel the same way. Like, I don't know. I I live in like 
I don't live in a small town, but I live in a suburban town and mm-hmm. I kind of forget like, cause I, I have longer hair. So I would do, and I was wearing like, this is my, um, I go through goth phases and I was wearing like my really big eyeliner with my demon and then like my, like my tube top and I would just go get bubble tea. And I was like, why do people like look at me weird? You know, I just like couldn't understand. And then I was like, oh, okay. I was like, look at the shoes you're wearing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I feel the same way too. I just don't. Some days I just want to delete my TikTok and just like disappear into the void and then yeah. like delete everything. Cause I just, I'm like, I'm very aware that I'm being perceived on like multiple levels by like mm-hmm. so many people. Um, but then I get over it and I'm like, no, this is okay. <laughs> Cause yeah, like you said, the, the urge to go off the grid sometimes is so strong. Just like, nope, I'm done being perceived. I'm done having people see me as a person. Like I'll be staring at people out in the wild and like not thinking anything bad about them. I'm just like, oh, I really like their outfit. And then they'll look at me. I'm like, they can see me too. Like, oh no. <laughs> It's like, oh no, I'm not just like observing. I'm like, people are also looking at me. That's like, yeah. associate, and I'm just like looking off into the void at someone, and I'm like, oh, that's right. They probably think I'm creepy. You right. Know? They think that I'm going to kill them. Like, I promise I would cry just trying to speak to you. Like, I'm not gonna, <laughs> not gonna do anything bad. Oh, yeah. I feel like that was the one thing quarantine taught me was that I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pretty introverted person. Like I'm very social. Mm-hmm. I like to go do things, but I'm, I am a pretty, I'm, I am a pretty big introvert. I feel like that's such a huge thing, particularly with like bisexual and lesbian women, like, especially when it comes to women, like I cannot, I can't speak to women. Like I'll see I'll see a, a beautiful woman and I'm just like, wow, it would be really nice to talk to her. I'm going to go home now. <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. That I had, I had that issue for such a long time. Even in, in high school, I was so scared of like girls and talking to girls. Like just Mm -hmm. as like, I didn't even know I was gay back then. I was just like, I just had a fear. My body was like, no, (laughs) No. you need to be in your own bubble. Don't talk to anyone. Um, But yeah, no, I, I think that is a thing in the community too. It took me a really long time to like go and like approach women in public, but even mm-hmm. sometimes like I, I get really scared. I get really scared. Yeah. Okay. Wait, so you're in a relationship now, correct? I am. Yes. Oh. I'm in a relationship with a man. So oh. that's weird. <laughs> hey, that's all right. You know, it is what it Fine. is. Fine. <laughs> he's, he's a, he's a good boy. He tries anyway. He tries to be a good boy and that's what matters. Oh yeah. Hey, it's all right. You know, it's okay to love your boyfriend. My friend, my friend Maddie was on my show last episode and she's like so in love with her boyfriend. And literally in the middle of the episode, she was like, I just want to say that I love my boyfriend, Matt. I love him so much. He's such a good boy. I was like, that's so wholesome, Maddie. So cute. Right? Isn't that cute? I was like, we we support that. We support loving our our boyfriends, loving our significant others, even if they are a boy. It's okay. Yeah. I saw a TikTok that said that like all bisexual women are into the same man. They're either like a 
like boy that smokes cigarettes and looks like they're dying or they're like a golden retriever video game boy and I'm like somehow my boyfriend's both (laughs) so in a weird way he's kind of a bisexual girl's dream as far as men go (laughs) so that's all that matters then yeah how long have you known that you've been uh queer so I don't actually know when I figured it out I know that when I was like a little kid like in elementary school like I would kiss like boys on the cheek and I'd kiss girls on the cheek and I like never saw that as a weird thing like I had I felt like I had crushes on girls just like I did with boys Mm -hmm. and then as I grew up people in my hometown like talking about the gays I was like oh this is not a feeling that everyone feels that's weird and in my high school like all, almost all of my friends are gay, especially my friends from high school. My high school was so weird. Like, I feel like we were the generation and the group of kids that took the movie Mean Girls the, the wrong way. Like, we were like, oh, we're supposed to be like that. So everyone was so mean and everyone was like, oh, they're gay. And all of us gay people were like, yeah, weird. Like, that's so weird. And then as soon as we graduated, it was like, everybody was just like, yep, gay. <laughs> Yep. I recently came out to my mom like last year. Yay! And she she's very supportive, but she just like that was one thing like with my gay friends. Like she, I mean, she loves gay people. She doesn't have anything against them. But when I would talk about my gay friends, she would cry and she would say, their life is gonna be so hard. Like people are gonna be so mean to them. And I was like, okay. I cannot let my mom know because she is going to be so worried. Oh man. But her heart's in the right place. Oh yeah. My mom said the same thing to me. Uh, literally when I thought I was bisexual, um, it was just randomly in the car. She was like, you know what, Kate, it'd be a lot easier if you were just straight or if you were just gay. And I think she was hoping I would go the one way but I went, mm-hmm. I went full speed the other way. 180. <laughs> oh, yeah. I said women only. That's why I like talking to like other gay people because I feel like everyone has a different story of like how they kind of like found out, you know? Cause I think there are sometimes similarities, especially too. I mean, I'm in like suburbia, Illinois and you're down in the South. Like mm-hmm. I bet that's like a completely different experience, you know? So how is it like living in a small town, like being like, uh, queer and also like being like you know viral on TikTok I'm sure that changes something so that's really weird so like a lot of people don't know about my TikTok like I have like my closest friends know that I have a TikTok yeah. and a couple of them follow me on TikTok but I don't think a lot of my friends know the extent that I'm on TikTok like, oh. like I was talking to one of my friends today and he just made a TikTok and he was like and I was like oh we should follow each other and he found my profile and he was like you have over 50,000 followers. I was like, oh yeah, (laughs) I forgot that you didn't know that. Um, So it's weird. And I do kind of try to keep it on the download just because like, like at least like in my circle, just because that's kind of like my space to like do whatever I want and like be cringy, be weird, be myself. And yeah, I just like, I feel like the stigma around cosplaying and like even TikTok itself is kind of fading out. Like it's the internet. Everything is cringe. Like everything is, everything is and isn't cringe. Like cringe is dead. So I feel more comfortable telling people about it now, but there was a time when I was like, this is a secret and no one can know. 
Um, but as far as like being queer, like in my area, I'm really fortunate to live close to Atlanta where like, that's where the gays are. <laughs> it's really awesome. Like, um, but in my town, like I am very fortunate to have a close group of friends that like only like two of them are straight and the rest of us, like we're just all on that spectrum. Um, and other than that, I don't really like talk to other people and I just kind of when I see someone my age I'm just like they're probably gay and then when I find out they're straight I'm like oh straight people exist <laughs> that's yeah. weird I have that realization all the time like um oh my god so I'll, I'll tell this story I went down to ISU um where I went to college which is mm -hmm. also my sweatshirt um I went down to ISU to visit my friend last weekend um and my friend maddie came with and we were just all talking and i don't know how this even came up but i was like we are all so hot and we are just all so amazing and my friend maddie's by but my friend mackenzie's like straight and i just like i tweeted i was like all my friends are gay and we all <laughs> have crushes on each other and that was not true at all i just was like in my head I was like everyone's gay i love everyone I wonder if that conversation is like absolutely universal to like gay people because that is all me and my friends do. Like we're all so hot and we're all so in love and we're all going to ditch our boyfriends and run away to a cabin in the woods and raise sheep. Like that is like the extent, like that's 90% of our conversations. It's just amazing. everyone's so hot and everyone's so gay. <laughs> Yeah, well, like, I just, and I talked about this before on my podcast, like, I feel like, too, I'll go on TikTok, and I'll just be scrolling away, and I see all these, all these gay people, because, you know, that's, like, me, I just follow gay people, and then I, I just get in my head, I'm like, oh, this is what the world is, this is what the world yeah. looks like, and then I go outside, and I'm like, oh, no, 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 <laughs> oh, no, 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 Ugh. I don't know about you, my gaydar, too, is like very 50 50. Like yes. sometimes I can tell right away and then sometimes I'm just like way off. Yeah like sometimes it's just like wishful thinking. It's like oh they're gay. It's like nope never mind I don't stand a chance. <laughs> it's interesting having to navigate I think your environment too and your queer. Uh, it depends on where you live too. Like do you do you think, um, do you think you'd want to live anywhere else or like move somewhere else? I know we've talked about this like a little bit one-on-one. -on -one, yeah. I think that at least for now, I kind of like have different ideas of where I'd li like to live based on the different stages of my life that I'm in. Um, I definitely like for the time being would like to move closer to Atlanta just because the scene is so great there and that's where pride is and pride is like my favorite place in the world like I get hardcore depressed after pride is over because I'm like man everyone was gay everyone was happy like <laughs> <laughs> it just is not the real world but I definitely like I would at some point I know we talked kind of about how I at some point would like to live in Tokyo um and I feel like being gay is still kind of like something they don't really talk about there like it's still very much I don't know if it's necessarily stigmatized, but like there are just certain things that you don't talk about there. And I think that that's one of them. Like they do have a little bit of a gay scene, but it certainly isn't like it is here where you can just be like, I'm here, I'm queer. Like it's very hush hush. 
Yeah. Well, I saw a TikTok about Korea too. It's like very no, no, no. Yeah. In Korea. I know we're both into anime and I've been watching like romance animes a lot recently. Mm-hmm. Um, and I forget the culture is different. So I'll be watching like a romance anime and I'm waiting for like the kiss at the end. I'm waiting for like the hug or like something. And it's like nothing. It's literally like physical, like touch or anything. Cause it's very yeah. there. Yeah. I've, um, I've seen several videos where um, like they'll talk to this American person that lives in Japan will kind of like interview people on the street and that was like a big one where they were talking about you know what is it about like there not being any PDA or anything and apparently a lot of like the young women like they talked about how they wish they could like hold their boyfriend's hand and stuff like that but they talked about how like foreigners will always be like kissing and stuff in public and they're like that's weird Mm. I think it's weird not to kiss in public (laughs) I, I was sick uh, last week, so I was watching a bunch of anime, and I watched, um, uh, oh, I'm going to get this wrong, the pronunciation, uh, Tam- Tam- Tamoko Tamako Love Story, and then I watched um, A Whisker Away, which was so cute on Netflix, and then, oh my god, I watched, I watched a gay one, I watched a gay one, it was called, wait, I have to look it up. You need to watch this one if you haven't seen it though, because um, it's two ladies and texting my friend. Oh yeah. Have you seen Liz and the Blue Bird? No, I haven't. You have to watch it. It's so sweet. It's these um it's these two schoolgirls um in high school and they uh, they play on the concert band and they both like each other, but they're like really scared to like admit it and then the one, uh, the one girl has this like storybook called Liz and the Blue Bird. And she's like, that's kind of like us. And then, so you're seeing these two stories and it's really sweet. I won't spoil it. You should definitely check it out though. I, I will. Just... That sounds so cute. Oh my gosh. So speaking of anime, what are your favorite animes? That is such a loaded question. Like, <laughs> there are just so many. Um, and some of them are so embarrassing. Like I truly, I I love Oran High School Host Club. I've loved it ever since I was really, really young and I rewatched it recently and some of it does not age well at all. I just wanna put that out there. Um, but I, I definitely like a lot of that one. I think it's very, very cute. Um, Death Note is always going to be a favorite of mine. That one's kind of like a universal favorite, even amongst people that don't like anime, just because it's written so beautifully. It's fantastic. Um, but I also really like, um, I've started watching Danganronpa, and it's really, really good. <laughs> Where is that? Where can I watch that? Um, so the first season is on Hulu. And then I watch um, the later seasons because Danganronpa is really weird. Like there's a first season anime and then there's a game and then there is not a season two of the anime. There's only the game. So I watched like a playthrough of the second game to try to kind of get the gist. Um, And then there are like three different versions of season three. Like they're all different story arcs and you kind of have to like watch like it's really weird you have to like watch one episode of one and then episode one of the other and kind of like do like that until you're done but I watch them on watch online watch online cartoons.com 
Oh, cool. Okay, I should check that out. Um, so I agree. I love Death Note. Like that's the one that really just like blacked me in because mm-hmm. my coworker John liked anime and I was like oh I've been wanting to like you know try it and like watch it and then the girl I was talking to at the time also liked anime and then I just sat down and like I, I just like binged the whole thing like it was just so good um but yeah I also love um have you seen Hunter x Hunter at all I haven't it has been recommended to me so much and I know I need to see I like I'm I'm so ridiculous when it comes to things like that because there are so many things that I want to watch and I'll start to like be like oh I should watch this but then I'm just gonna watch an anime that I've seen like 50 times already (laughs) that's why I was with death though because I would I would be like oh like I could start attack on titan or I could just rewatch just rewatch death note (laughs) yeah right like it's just like it's so weird that death note is like my comfort anime because it's just very like dark you know yes but it's so good like it just uh it's like beautiful like it's a beautiful masterpiece and yeah I of course I really like Kakagidori oh yeah um because it's just a bunch of lesbians playing cards and I think that's great (laughs) oh yeah uh well you do such a uh good uh Kakagiri like cosplays too like the, the president with um the blue lipstick and then you know the hair like you did that spot on that was so good thank you oh my gosh she's one of my favorites and that was like it's very rare that I put on a new cosplay and I'm like okay I'm done I don't need to do anything else to it but as soon as I got into that cosplay I was like is like is this my final form like is (laughs) am, am I peaking right now like I was so incredibly happy with it and like I personally like in all of my experience in experiences as a gay I've always been a bottom but inside of me is a switch like I swear and I tell people that and all of my friends laugh at me and I'm like no you don't know like I promise but when I got into the president cosplay I was like there it is there it is that is the moment that's the energy it's here You know what's funny too is like I'm definitely like I'm like a top that I can be a switch and all the characters I like I feel like are tops. Yeah. Shigo. That Shigo is a top. Yes. She 100%. Top. Azula from um, Avatar The Last Airbender. She's a top. Who yes. else is that? Literally my whole phone screen is like just like characters. Like just all the it's characters. Just, it's all tops. Like it's, no, it's, it's nothing tops. but tops. Oh, well, okay. I think Misa Amane, she would be, I think she's a bottom. What do you think? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. She's, she's just super submissive. Like she's, she's like the definition of a bratty bottom. Like she oh. wants to believe that she's in control of the show, but absolutely not. <laughs> no way. Oh yeah. No, no, no. She, that the bratty bottom. That's a good way to describe me. So oh, I wish there was some sort of like lesbian arc in the death. Net. I mean, there is some gay undertones without definitely it's like when I was like a young teenager the gay vibes I was just like wow like it's very hot in here (laughs) well it's like these two men are like obsessed with each other yeah there's the one scene where they're washing the feet where um Elle washes Light's feet 
And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm like, <laughs> whoa, whoa. What's going on here? This is some gay stuff. You know? And then the whole handcuff thing. Like, I was oh, just I like, about that. what is going on? And Misa's literally like, are you on that side of the fence? I'm like, yes, yes, he is. Yes. <laughs> literally because i i watched like after i finished death note the first time i watched so many like youtube videos about it and they said too if light is a narcissist it would make mm -hmm. sense that he would like l because i think l is obsessed with him something about him being a narcissist made sense for him liking l and i was like i believe it i was like i believe, right. I believe it um, and they're so alike like they would like they would be a brilliant couple like regardless of the fact that light's literally a serial killer they would be a brilliant couple <laughs> like they would be so in love that's always the part that gets me like oh that's right light is literally like an evil person right it's like you for you forget that like but that's what makes it so brilliant it's like why am i like why are there times when i'm like really rooting for him like that should not be but it happens it's weird yeah you know it's it, it'd be like that sometimes I find myself uh liking um a lot of anime characters and I'm like oh should I be rooting for this person right it's like does this like would my therapist like to hear about this like I don't know <laughs> Oh my god like uh do you know the character hisaka from hunter x hunter though i know you yes know. yeah okay. that's one that makes me that makes me question myself because i'm like i really like hisaka but he he's kind of he he's a little sus and he is like a bad guy at least at the part i'm at right now and i don't know i just he's he's he but he's also so sexy like he's very genuine yeah you know? definitely yeah they, like I love that like a lot of the like androgynous or like non-binary cosplayers I follow like that is a big one and like just the androgyny that Hisoka serves is just absolutely like chef's kiss like it's like I don't I've never seen Hunter x Hunter but every time I see a Hisoka cosplayer I'm like I'm following <laughs> it's beautiful <laughs> Oh yeah, it's funny too because a lot of androgynous characters I feel like are portrayed as villains because like it's not like socially acceptable in society. The Powerpuff villain with the crab hand. Yes, him. Oh my gosh. That's a definition of androgyny or not even that femininity I'd say. Yeah, like I was literally watching a video the other day that was talking about why in like up until like early 2000s TV and movies, like all of the villains were like, like seemed a little fruity. Like and it was just because that wasn't seen as socially acceptable. And it was like a weird way where they could like slip in a gay character, but be like, but we're not condoning this because they're a bad guy. But like, even like Loki, like in um, the Avengers movies, I'm just like, he, he seems a little fruity, like oh, yeah. a little bit. I get gay <laughs> vibes from Loki. Oh, Captain yes. Marvel. There is no way she is not some sort right. of gay. Sometimes too, I just, I wish there were more gay characters. Cause I know there's like the queer coded villains like we talked about, but it, it mm -hmm. would be nice to have like, you know, like a really cool, just like openly gay character. Yeah. In a cartoon show, that would be nice. That's why I really love Adventure Time because <gasps> like you kind of get 
those like vibes like sprinkled out throughout it and then right when they knew that like okay this is like the last episode like they really come forward with it and they're like yeah like Marceline and Bubblegum are definitely a thing and then they have the new episodes um Distant Lands I haven't yeah. seen all of them but apparently there's an entire episode that like circles around like Marceline and Bonnie's like relationship and I think that's so beautiful like that's such a good thing like like if I had come up with like gay cartoon characters I would have been like okay yeah that makes sense like way earlier <laughs> my my ex-girlfriend and I used to um latch on to the Marceline and Bubblegum characters and it was really nice to like have like you know a queer cool cartoon couple we could be like oh my god like I'm Marceline like you're bubblegum and it was like our thing and then we actually watched the um Distant Lands episode together and it was just like really like affirming and just really beautiful even though like we're broken up now and the vibes are definitely different than they were when we were together I can look at that episode and like appreciate like that there's just like a really cool lesbian couple, you know? Cause yeah. they're so cute. And they're so wholesome too. Like I feel like a lot of gay representation either borders on or lays so heavily on fetishization. Oh, yeah. And like to have to be able to have like gay cartoon characters, it's just like the pinnacle of like wholesome queer vibes. Like I absolutely love that. So yeah. cute. It's the relationship we all dream of. So yeah, speaking of, you know, just being gay and doing your own thing and being yourself, what um, outlets do you like to use? Be your own creative self. I know you use TikTok, but is there anything else like you use or that you do in your daily life to kind of have a creative outlet? Yeah, so like TikTok is pretty much my biggest one. Like I feel like that is the platform where I've been the most open about my life. Um, But I'm also on like, Instagram and stuff but I feel like with apps like that it's very much like just little snippets and you're only seeing the absolute best of someone's life just trying to find like time to like do art and stuff um but it's really just mostly TikTok at this point like I because there is a weird thing to be said for like I want this to be my space to do whatever I want but there also is that want for like validation for like being myself like and to be around other people that are doing the same thing like like you said like all day I'm in a place where people are alternative and people are queer and it's just not like that here like at all um especially since I can't go into Atlanta because of Miss Rona but because that used to kind of be like me just like going out with my lady friends and you know just paint in the town red that used to kind of be like a huge a huge outlet for me but it's mostly just kind of become TikTok and like you know I do some drawing and stuff every now and again um but yeah I feel like my other social medias especially um like with my YouTube channel because I'm still kind of uncomfortable with that platform like because it's so new I'm I feel like I'm unintentionally kind of putting on a front and like trying to be this like perfect person. Um, and I'm just not that way with TikTok anymore. I definitely was when I was still teaching because I was like, oh, if a student finds my TikTok, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have some splaining to do. But since I'm not a teacher anymore, I'm just like, yeah, 
whatever like who cares like if someone doesn't like me they can scroll or leave a hate comment and then scroll it's fine yeah I know you talked about Atlanta pride I'd love to hear more about that because I didn't know that was like a thing oh yeah Atlanta pride is like absolutely huge and I would love to go like to other places and experience what their pride is like um but pride in Atlanta is an ideal world like if a gay person could like write the script for what the world would be, it would be Atlanta Pride. I went back in 2019. Um, and so not only do they like decorate the entire city like with rainbows and stuff, they've even like made the like rainbow crosswalks like permanent installations in Atlanta because of the big gay scene. It's so, so cute. Um, and there's a huge drag scene too. A bunch of my friends do drag and I think it's absolutely fantastic. But in 2019, um Kesha performed at Pride and I just like I was the happiest I had ever been for like three solid days I like me and all of my friends we went and we got a tent and like I brought my hula hoops and it literally reminds me of that part in Parks and Recreation when Leslie Nope goes to the gay bar and she's like everyone is just who they are and who they are is just stone <laughs> gay it's just like three days of that and it just like oh it was so so good and I danced to Kesha and oh it was so so beautiful and I was just with all my beautiful friends and just like nobody is ever like in a bad mood or like it's literally like when you're really drunk at a club and you're in line for the bathroom and all of a sudden you're friends with every other girl in line oh my god that is what pride is like Oh my god, that's like so amazing. I know it was like three days. That's so, that's so cool. You it's really out? fun. Yes. Well, actually, so we didn't, we thought we could camp out because it's in like, um, it's in this place called Piedmont Park, um, where they have like a lot of big, like outdoor concerts and stuff. And so we brought this tent and a bunch of people just bring tents because it's like, in Georgia, even in October, it's still so, so hot. So everybody puts up tents so that you can like have some shade, people bring coolers. And so we're all just like chilling in the tent and like pride is over. And all of a sudden somebody like knocks on our tent and a policeman like opens the thing and like pops their head in and goes, you gotta go. And we're just like, oh, we can't, we can't stay here. And they're like, nope, go home. So we stayed, one of my friends like lived in Atlanta at the time. So we just like stayed at her apartment and then like took our, our battered and bruised hungover bodies there the next day, uh, got some water and then started drinking again. And it was fine. <laughs> oh my God. That's like so amazing. I'm so, I'm like still, I'm reeling from that. That's so, that's like a music festival, but for gay people only. Exactly. Exactly. It's like, I remember my favorite part. So I um, was with my friend and she was dating another one of my friends at the time. And she and I were like, oh, we're hungry. We're going to go get some food. And her boyfriend just like slaps like a hundred dollars in her hand and is like, go, go have fun with Jamie. And we were like, okay. And so we're going, we're looking through the food trucks and we see this group of gay men in tiny little short shorts, like clicking fans. And we were like, I want to be that powerful and we went and bought fans and I literally still have my fan it's like purple pink and blue so it's like all kinds of bi pride and it says 
bitch on it. Oh, can I curse? Is yeah, that okay? that's, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was my favorite thing. We just went around clicking them the rest of the day. We we're like, yes, yes. I'm that bitch. That's, that so, bitch. that's so amazing. Oh my God. Yeah, Chicago, we just have like one day. It's like one, it's one parade. That's so. Oh, yeah. That's such a, now that I know that Atlanta Pride exists, I'm like, oh, that's so lame. There's, there's only one day. You should come to Atlanta Pride. Like you, like all of my friends would love you. You can come with us. It's absolutely beautiful. I, they're saying uh, this year that it should be like a devil theme because of Lil Nas X. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm so yeah. ready. That'd be so amazing. Can you imagine? I would, I would love that. I would do, I would get a whole outfit. Yes. So fun. Well, yeah, we'll have to discuss that. Absolutely. Like, so fun. Even just like another gay girl commenting on my TikTok saying that I'm cute. I'm like, yes. Like that's, yes. <laughs> yes. That's so nice to just like hear. Um, just because like, I've just been invalidated for so long. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it's interesting too, that you point out that going now in like a like a gayer area is kind of like a nice outlet for you because like I, me and my friend Asad were talking about going to Chicago Pride this year and we're like oh my god we gotta get outfits but I'm like it's so hard to find like good outfits for Pride because like if you've seen the Target Pride section right now yeah it's real sad I've been seeing that like all over TikTok and like the Hot Topic Pride and everything oh. and I'm just like what like this makes me not proud. <laughs> like, yeah. This makes me not want to be proud anymore. It's like, what happened? Like, what what straight person did they give this to? Exactly. Because like, you know no gay person designed any of that stuff. Literally, no. Like, that's, that's so weird. Like, you're going to market all of these unfashionable items to gay people? Like, <laughs> did I hear that correctly? That is insulting. Like... Well, I'm sure you've seen the one mug on the on the TikTok for you page. I forget what it says. I think it said like something about like queer. It's like yes, queer or something like that. And I'm like, oh. no, no, like, okay. Oh man, that's so upsetting. There was only one that made me laugh, and I would wear it like I guess not really ironically because it's true. But there was one from Spencer's that said queer in the streets, queer in the sheets. And I cried. I was laughing so hard. I mean, they're not wrong. They're not but, wrong, but like, why? Like, why? Queer. That's so funny. I wonder um, what kind of thought process went into that. I gotta literally. go to and see what their situation is. But yeah, I'm like, I gotta be cute at Pride. I gotta have fat. I'm, I'm very like, I try and be I try and have like a sense of style now and be fashionable, which is something I picked up during quarantine because my style before yes. that was such garbage, like just such like plain Jane, like just, just forever 21, like just garbage. So, Same. I've, so I've stepped it up, um, but I need to keep stepping it up for pride because obviously like I'm a single lady. I got to, you know, check out the situation, you know? Yes. That's and it. the situation, like, that is one thing, like, the South does not have many draws, like, it mm -hmm. really doesn't, it's so terrible here, <laughs> but there are so many beautiful people, like, it makes me feel like, like, there's a part of me that's like, I don't deserve to be in the presence of such 
royalty and like everyone wears like pretty much rave gear because like Atlanta is also like a huge rave city oh, that's so like so cool it, it's amazing like the outfits and everything like it's and there are people with like bubble guns and like hula hoops and like the like light up like poi things they even in 2019 had so they always have like a family area but then at a certain time of night all of the drunk gays like take over <laughs> the family area and they had these giant inflatable like hamster balls that you could like run around in <laughs> and a couple of my friends went into those while Kesha was playing oh my god that's can you imagine the just amazingness of being in a hamster ball rolling around at pride listening to Kesha it, uh, it it's amazing so yeah I definitely if pride ends up happening this year and if it is a hell theme like I've got some outfits laid out oh like, yeah you do we're ready to go like pride is my next to Halloween pride's my favorite time of year it's amazing (laughs) that's all I got to look forward to it's just Halloween and pride there's nothing else in the year for me (laughs) so I I know you're into astrology as well yes I am I wanted to guess your sign okay okay I'm kind of nervous because I'm so terrible at this and Davida's looking at me right now because I guessed my last guest's no, not last guess. Two guests ago, I guessed their sign wrong. This was like, it was a Gemini man. And I think I guessed that he was a Scorpio or something. It's so close though. Like that's nothing to be ashamed of. Like they give off a very similar vibe. They do. Well, I could, I, cause I, we had like classes together. So I like knew him. So I kind of guess, but I feel like I'm going to, I mean, I don't know if I'm going to get yours right. I feel like we're very similar. And so I want to say you have Libra in your chart somewhere. Wait, don't, don't, don't say it. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Let me see. You're just, you're very bubbly. You're very, you're very fun. You also are very introverted, like you said. I wonder if you have a Scorpio moon or like a fire sign moon. And then you have like a fun, oh no. I feel like I'm getting it again. Well, let's see, what else is there? I don't think you're a Gemini. Are you an Aquarius? I'm not. And that, okay, I've never gotten Aquarius before. Really? Okay. Like a lot of people, when they try to guess my sign, they guess one that I could kind of see. It's kind of like the same situation was with Scorpio and Gemini. They give off a similar vibe, but I've never gotten Aquarius before. And actually one of my uh, mutuals that I met on TikTok. She's absolutely wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, she is an Aquarius and I love her vibe so much. So I definitely take that as a compliment. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, yeah. My friend Angie's an Aquarius and you kind of remind me of her. So I was like, I feel like they might have similar vibes, but okay. So what, what is your sign? I'm so curious. So you were, you were sort of right. I do have a Scorpio placement. Oh. I am a Scorpio rising. Really? Um, Yes, I am a Cancer Moon and a Leo Sun. Oh my God, yeah, Leo, no wonder we get along. Oh my God, Leos and Libras are like this. Yes, and my mom is a Libra. So when you said, I feel like you're a Libra, like that kind of, like, because she, my mom raised me like pretty much on her own. So like, I feel like I get, I'm influenced by her a lot. So I definitely like see where the Libra comes from. But yeah, Leos and Libras are like, like super tight like 
So yeah. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to come on the podcast because I listening to your podcast and even just seeing your TikToks, I was like, we have so much in common. Like I, like I already love you because like, I feel like, like I don't usually talk this comfortably to like essentially strangers. Like Mm -hmm. I'm usually just like, um, I have anxiety and, (laughs) and I, but I instantly, I was like, cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel like, yeah, this is like gelling really well. It's, it's probably because you're Leo and also you're just a really cool person, you know, like I think you're so fun. How are you? Thanks. Oh my God. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. But before you go, I ask all my guests, so I will ask you, um, why are you happy to be here? Whether that's like in life right now, in general, you can interpret it as you want. Well, I, first of all, am very happy to be here on the podcast. This was such a cool experience for me and it was so nice meeting you. And I, ah, this is just so awesome. But I feel like even though like there's so much bad going on in the world right now, like I'm really happy to be in a place where I kind of had this time where I could just kind of explore what I wanted to do, like, and just kind of try some new things in life like I was able to be a scare actor I've always wanted to do that and I was able to do that for the first time last year and I just feel like even though the world has kind of had to stop it's presented a bunch of people with really cool opportunities that they wouldn't have gotten otherwise so that is why I'm happy to be here like I probably wouldn't have started TikTok and I wouldn't be on this podcast. So, so this is great. Oh my God. Well, thank you, Jamie, for being on. Um, you can follow Jamie on TikTok on UG underscore as underscore if. Um, is there anything else you'd like to plug on here before we skedaddle? I'm also on Instagram at baby ghoul. It's B V B Y period ghoul. And you can also find me on YouTube there too. I'm a baby YouTuber and that's really where you get to see how horribly awkward I am. I'm also like an 83 year old woman when it comes to uh, technology. It's a miracle that I was able to make zoom work. So yeah. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thanks Jamie so much for being on here. All right, guys, this is me signing off. Bye.